Hello Virgo, welcome to Cancer season. So I'm tuning in with your chart and the, the feeling that's coming up for me is not going to be some kind of profound statement that you've never heard before. <laughs> I think it's a statement actually that really reflects a lot of the Virgo sensibilities, um, which is that you are here as part of something bigger than you. And in modernity, um, if you're listening to this podcast, then you speak or understand English. So in parts of the world that have been, um, you know, colonized and influenced by uh, kind of Western notions of individualism, um, which are such a big part of the current moment that we're in, the current era, ideas about ourselves um, are often really faulty. You know, there's uh, so much cultural emphasis on the individual, on the hero, and kind of myths around meritocracy and individual capacity, these ideas about, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. If you set your mind to it, you can do it, da-da-da-da-da. As I'm feeling into your chart, I'm really feeling how deeply any of us, all of us, and especially you right now, are held in and totally filled by what is bigger than you and beyond you. And the feeling in your chart as we move into cancer season is that you are a vessel, you're a conduit, and what is moving through you is the energy of the collective. And it is the energy of um, what is perhaps unseen or unknown to you on some levels. Though some of you, I think, have a very clear sense of what it is that you are channeling. And I will say that any of you um, can access what you are channeling by tuning in subtly and spiritually right now. Um, but whether or not it's something that you are conscious of, this is a period of time in which you are deeply affected. And I would say that your entire life is being moved and propelled and guided by something greater than you. So this could mean a whole lot of things, and you need to make the meaning that is meaningful for you. Astrology, especially horoscope astrology, is like that. Um, 12 signs, 8 billion people, take what works and leave the rest, but also listen to the message. Where is it landing in your life? So some of you, for example, some Virgo identified folks out there, their lives might be being propelled right now by collective conditions over which they have no control. This could include everything from environmental factors, right? We're living in a time of climate chaos and breakdown. Um, huge populations of the globe right now are experiencing intense effects of climate crisis, whether that is breathing smoke or your town flooding or forced migration because you can't grow food anymore. There's not fresh water. There's no jobs or something like that. Um, so much is beyond our control. And I think we're living at a time when the stability of certain lifestyles um, is, you know, increasingly less stable. And so I think to some extent, many Virgos right now are feeling the effects of the world around them. And whether or not it's at your doorstep, 
you're sensitive to it. Your heart is there. You are feeling people. You are feeling need. You are feeling precarity. You want to respond. You might be really affected by um, something that is moving through the collective that is not about, you know, the air, the water, the elements or something, but maybe more the collective spirit. Um, Culturally, socially, what are the movements, right, that are moving through our individual bodies? And who you align yourself with and what kind of ideology and philosophy um, you, you connect with, you are oriented towards, right, that guides you and that you also deliver through the vessel of your voice, your actions, your behaviors. Um, this is what I'm talking about. And so a lot of Virgos, Virgo-identified folks out there right now, you are vessels, you're conduits for some kind of collective force and it is moving through you and it wants to move through you in creative ways. It wants to move you in wa- move through you in ways that that move through the filter, I would say, of your particular flavors, right? Like you are unique. Literally nobody else in the world has had your particular set of life circumstances and conditions. Nobody else in the world sees things exactly like you do. You have your uh, unique voice. You have your unique skill set. There is something about you and where you're coming from that is important um, in the larger work that is trying to happen. And you are one of many vessels, right? But, But something is moving through you as a vessel. So as we move into cancer season, my feeling is that there's, it's like you are being moved and I don't know what it is that's moving you, but it's bigger than you. Okay. So please over the course of cancer season and Leo season, I'm going to say from now until at least October or November this year, you are being moved. Energy is moving through you. And being a vessel for collective energy or being sensitive to what's happening in the world can blow us out as individuals. There can be severe consequences, right? Like even um, amazing artists who are channeling some kind of collective, you know, gestalt into the zeitgeist, it's like they can lose their minds, right? Or, Or the responsibility on the individual to channel something collectively in a time when there really aren't so many supports for individuals to understand collective energy can be devastating for the individual. So I can't encourage you enough right now to have practices and disciplines that help you navigate and, and move with and uh, re- remain kind of healthy. I mean, that's a, a loaded word actually, but it's like centered as you are being moved, as you are affected. And when the world is on fire, you know, how do we stay centered? We have to remember that we are bigger than some, than, than this moment, right? Like there has to be a kind of surrender and a willingness to not fight with what is, but a radical acceptance of the moment, and then a a kind of reaching out beyond this moment to connect with what is bigger. 
And so it feels like this is a moment for you to um, deeply invest yourself in practices that help you connect and align and move in concert with spirit, with the divine, with the goddess energies that surround you, however you name them, whatever you call them. Um, we integrate what is happening for us through sleep and rest. <laughs> so you are being moved right now and you're being affected and you, you need to integrate what's happening for you, especially if you are really feeling affected by your environment right now, if you're in a space where it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much energy coming into me, coming at me. I feel super stimulated. A lot of you might be very affected by your environment right now. So I just want to give a nod to my Virgos out there who are environmentally sensitive folks. Those of you dealing with autoimmune or chronic conditions or environmental sensitivities, um, there's a lot of potential inflammation in the air. Uh, for those of you who are like in the Northern Hemisphere where I am, and I'm just going to say I don't know what it's like right now in the Southern Hemisphere, but I know that up here in the Northern Hemisphere there's a lot of pollen in the air. And there's also a lot of smoke in the air, right? So you might be having inflammation happening in your body. You need to rest. You need to drink a lot of water. You want to give yourself tons of support for your lymphatic and your energetic systems right now. You need a lot of support for your heart and your circulatory systems for things to move through you. It is super important over the course of the next several months, and especially in Cancer and Leo seasons, that you don't allow energy to stagnate inside of you. So um, I, I'm just going to give a quick plug for my Monday uh, for my Monday classes. I teach a class from 8 to 9:30 a.m. every Monday or most Mondays. Sometimes I reschedule on Zoom. Um, it's called Somatic Space, and in that class we do a lot of very gentle, energetic, and body practices to align ourselves with current astrology. Um, you don't need to know any astrology to join, and you don't need to be an experienced movement or meditation person to benefit. Um, everything that we do is creative exploration. But a lot of what we do has to do with moving energy through the body, not allowing it to stagnate. And anything that can help you do this right now is so helpful, like a million times <laughs> helpful. You really, you really want to let things flow and let things go because your body needs to integrate, it needs to heal, it needs to rest, it needs to make space for what is trying to move through you. And if, if it's like, oh, an allergen is trying to move through you, your body needs to, you know, the lymphatic system needs to be like moving, right? So you can move those toxins and infl inflammation through your body. If God is trying to move through you into your next creative process, you know, you need movement so that you don't stifle that voice. So meditation, gentle movement, drinking a lot of water, being with the water, um, dancing, singing, praying, any kind of spiritual practices that allow your energy to shift and flow, super, 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 super helpful. Um, last thing I say before I'm going to get into like the little bit more of a timeline breakdown 
around cancer season is that this period of time really heightens your sensitivity in relationships in general. Your sensitivity has been in a state of increased awareness, I'm going to say now for like over a decade. You've been learning how sensitive you are and you've been learning honestly how sensitive people are right? Like people are fucking sensitive. Even the people who think they're not sensitive. Usually the people who think they're not sensitive are some of the most sensitive people out there because they need to have built a lot of protection around themselves because they're so sensitive. You know something about this. Right now, your sensitivity and attunement is really heightened. So your your sensitive and attuned, um, it feels like to your inner body right now. Um, which is to say you are moved (laughs) and you're also sensitive and attuned with others. And there's a particular kind of sensitivity right now, I think towards group dynamics and social dynamics. And my feeling is that you are looking for the right connections and you want to be discerning right now. And so it's, again, it's important to be connecting in with your subtle awareness, your spiritual awareness, um, and your inner body, your intuition. Not everybody is your person. And some people who you might think aren't your people actually are. And at first blush, they might offend you, you know? And so we can't necessarily judge each other on the superficialities or the first meetings. You really want to be attuned in your heart and in your feeling body right now. It is not helpful for you to try and assess situations, social situations from your mind. It is not helpful for you to try and assess whether or not a person is your person or those people are your people based on what they're wearing or you know what books they're reading is the vibe right for you right they might be wearing clothes that offend you you're like oh my god how could you wear paisley but it's like you really like their vibe and oh well they're wearing that scarf that you think is tacky Underneath that scarf is a radiant heart, and that radiant heart is compelling to you. That's what you want to listen to. When it comes to larger social spaces, I want to just like double down on this kind of emphasis. It's a feeling tone, and and there's a strong desire in your chart right now to come into contact more deeply with relationships with one-on-ones and also with groups that are the right people for you. And you know it because it because of the feeling. And the feeling needs at least a little bit of time uh, f- for you because it's subtle. And you want to get through the surface layers of, of mentalism. And any kind of you know, sensory stimulation that might be there in the meeting spaces that might excite you, propel you, uh, repel you or something. You need a little bit of time to let like the dust settle so that you can sense in. But once you get a solid couple of impressions of, oh, this is the feeling here, 
you can trust that. You want to listen to your intuition a lot right now, especially about your relationships, especially about relationships that have some kind of growth potential, or it feels like, oh, you know, this is a group that I want to be aligned with, or we're going to do something together or something like that. Okay, so in the last few minutes, I just want to give you a little bit of a breakdown of what's coming up uh, in cancer season. As always, take what works, leave the rest. If you're listening from the future, reflect upon the past. The first week of cancer season, uh, the first week or so, um, it feels like an interesting period of time. There's a lot of energy shifting in this first week of cancer season. Um, cancer begins with the solstice, and so it's a cardinal energy. It initiates um, new ways of being, especially in the relational realm. And there's a lot that's coming up in the charts right now for everybody about new needs in relationship and and kind of a growing awareness of what those needs are. In the Virgo charts, it feels like you have either been in or you're considering and preparing for some kind of new contracts or new negotiations. Um, you really need to value yourself and value your contributions right now. And you need to understand that you don't and can't give everything. Um, you're a specialist, right? So what do you specialize in, my friend? Virgos, <laughs> if anybody can specialize, it's a Virgo, right? So <laughs> what's your specialty? Hone in on that. What are the unique contributions that you are bringing to fill in the blank? And then you want to act in ways that are consciously healing from past, I would say, misperception around what your value is. And so there's something as we move into cancer season about you clarifying what you bring and why it's valuable to this particular person or group of people or context or, you know, whatever it is that you're, it's like, oh, this is the new relationship or the new relational way or the new organization or this sense of the future that you're working towards. Something is shifting and you need to know what it is that you are wanting to bring. And now in that knowing, it may be bullet point lists and specifics, and it may be something that feels a little bit more general um, and totally depends on, you know, where you are in your life and what it is that you're doing. But I, again, really want to encourage you to tune into your sense of what is bigger than you and maybe meditate on the image or the idea that you as an individual are a conduit, you are a vessel, you are an instrument for this larger energy to move through. So for example, if you are a writer, you are writing about something and the thing that you are writing about has its own energy. Let's say you write books about food. Now everybody needs to eat. Everybody has relationship to hunger. The food that we need to eat comes from the earth and it nourishes our bodies, right? So as a writer, you might attune yourself to earth and to the essence of nourishment and to the corporeal or the bodily, and then that is what you are channeling. 
you don't need to give us a history of all the, you know, things that have to do with food everywhere for everybody, right? There's something that is unique about your synthesis. You want to get out of your head about it and into the transmission. So what is your area of specialty? Focus on that. What is the larger energy that is trying to move uh, through you? And in the way that you share this, um, you want to have enthusiasm for it, right? You want to know like, oh, this is the thing that I'm really excited about, right? You meet somebody and they're like, let me tell you about the mini brand, uh, mini, what's the word I'm looking for? Varieties of like broccoli, right? Oh my God, I love food. I love broccoli. There are so many different varietals of broccoli. They're so excited, right? You, you didn't even think about broccoli before you just bought it. Maybe, maybe you didn't even like it. But then you meet someone, they're so enthusiastic about broccoli. They know so much about broccoli. They know about the seeds. They know about the colors. They know about the shapes. They're like this kind of broccoli, that kind of broccoli, this grows here, da, da, da. Now, all of a sudden, you're interested in broccoli. And the next time you go to the store, you're going to be like, ooh, broccoli, right? You're going to have a different kind of orientation to it. So this is, this is what I'm trying to get at for you, right? Like hone in on the thing, specify it, get clear about what your intention is, allow yourself this kind of enthusiasm about it. It doesn't need to be perfect. It needs to be authentic to you. The transition between the months of June and the months of July um, are leading us to a full moon. We are in the, the growing, ripening phases of uh, phase of the moon. And in this transition space between June and July, there is a lot of kind of it's like we're impressing ourselves with how different we are. We are not in the past. We are in the present. We're not in the future because the present is actively changing and we're like, oh my gosh, this is different. Wow, it's really not the past. And there might be um, glimmers and ideas of like what wants to come in at this time. There might be a sense of this is what is possible. And for you, it feels like there's a lot of possibility in these new connections and these new relationships. It feels like you're looking for the right people, the right context, the right organizations, the right uh, cultural matches. You know, it's it, there's there's some sense of you're looking for the spaces where you belong, and the feeling of oh, this is different. It's like you're in a new social setting. This is not my old group of friends. These are new people. And all of a sudden you're feeling yourself in new ways because they don't know you. They're responding to the you that they're meeting right now. Whereas your old friends knew you when you were like four years old and they still think of you as a four-year-old and they treat you like a four-year-old, right? But now these new friends are meeting you and you're like 44 and that's what they think you are, you know? It's, they're not attached to the past. So there's this feeling of like a new potentiality, a new presence that you can have. And in this kind of, of space, it feels like the old ways of being are kind of melting off of your body. And um, you just have to let go of your security strategies from the old ways. And 
this is the kind of like, oh, we're impressing ourselves with what is different because it feels like a lot of your social coping mechanisms and these could be protective strategies, defensive strategies, production, productive strategies, relational strategies, I don't know. But the ways that maybe you used to navigate social space and relational space and maybe how you used to navigate also your ideas of what's possible for you, they're too limiting now. They keep you closed in and there's something that needs to get freed up so that you can experience this new thing and this new chapter. Now we have a Capricorn full moon coming up on July 3rd. This is a full moon that is highlighting a place in your chart that is about creative, spontaneous, joyful expression. This is a place that really wants you to come forward in your genuine authenticity. This is a full moon that is also going to heighten the need for you to be really sensitive to what is moving through you so that you can release the old coping strategies and embody what is new. The day before this full moon, Bridget Hickey, who is a beloved member of the EA community and a poet and an artist and a seeker and a voyager and somebody who works very, very deeply with the spiritual, the numinous um, and the ancestral realms is going to be offering uh, a workshop called the Architectures of protection. In this workshop, they're going to invite us to attune with the elements of water and earth, with the Cancer Capricorn polarity, to feel into the Cancer Capricorn embodied locations of our bones and the fluid inside of our bones, the creative fluids inside of the body, um, and to play in a creative space of connection with subtle energy, with invisible energy, with invisible intimacies, and in that intimacy to locate support for what is emerging and birthing in our lives. Um, I really love being in Bridget's company. I feel like the way that they hold space and talk and transmit allows a part of my consciousness to come forward that is deeply creative, that isn't, um, you know, invested in some kind of prescription around linear reality. And I feel like this could be a very supportive space for you around this full moon, especially as this full moon is lighting up your solar fifth house, which is the place of poetry and creative expression. That's part of what Bridget's going to be inviting us into. Um, so check out that workshop if you're interested. And whether or not you attend the workshop, you can also get the recording if you can't attend live. Um, please make some space for yourself around the full moon to really feel into and enjoy your creative, authentic, playful uh, inner child expression. As we move uh, from the full moon to the new moon, there's a kind of interesting shift in these um, uh, last two, two and a half weeks of cancer season or so. So the week after the full moon continues with the, what I'm going to say is this, uh, this way of um, melting, right? Like this, this release, <laughs> like the, the full moon feels like a big release time. It's like, just let go of fear, like let go of the ways you've been holding yourself back, let go of the inhibitions, let go of your coping strategies. You know, it's like time for new strategies to come in and especially following the full moon, 
there's a lot of release energy in those uh, period of days. And it's like your mind is impressed by that. And, and again, this feeling of like, you know, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, like we're not in Kansas anymore. We've entered into Oz. Okay, what's going to happen next in this strange and magical place? Um, the last week of cancer season, energy really starts to shift and Mars is going to enter your sign, um, on July 11th. And so you'll have Mars transiting, um, Virgo for, um, a little over a month. And when Mars is in your sign, it brings a lot of activity and action potential and strength into your body and into your identity. This is a period of time where it feels like something is becoming more coherent around these changes. And in terms of you being a conduit for what is bigger, for something that is bigger than you, um, this has just such a remarkable feeling at this time. And so again, I want to be explicit that, you know, we can be host to energies that are up to no good, right? There's a lot of crazy shit swirling in the collective atmosphere, including toxins and pollutants in our environment and including toxins and pollutants in the human uh, consciousness and spirit. And so it is so, so important. I cannot stress this enough. It is so important for you to be working with the Virgoan needs of cleansing and purifying around this time. Now, on a physical level, definitely a great time for you to be careful about what you're consuming. If you know that you're being subject to environmental toxins, to try to do whatever you can, right? To care for yourself in whatever ways you can. Um, but again, we are part of something that's greater, right? It's like, you know, you can take all the, the lung support tincture in the world, but if you're in air that's full of smoke, you're still breathing the fucking smoke. And then we need to invest ourselves in a larger ideal of what wellness really is, right? We have to uh, clarify and purify the parts of ourselves that might contribute to smoke for the for the collective. And there's a feeling um, in these in this last week or so of Cancer season, um, and it feels like you are really kind of getting the message. It's like you're getting charged with the mission, and the sense of you have something that is unique to contribute. You need to clarify what that is for yourself. You need to ground in your own courage. You need to make the decisions that you need to make. You need to be on your path. You need to listen to your inner guidance and follow what it is telling you. This is not a time to ignore your intuition. Um, this becomes very, very heightened. Uh, with the Cancer new moon on July 17th. This is a very powerful new moon. It's a it's potentially quite an emotional new moon. It feels like it resonates far and wide in the collective. Um, there is so much loss. There is so much grief. There is so much like profound confusion and unnecessary suffering in the human consciousness. And this is definitely a new moon that is asking us to tune into our interconnections and the incredible need for healing uh, in our world right now. This is a new moon that is actually calling you to be of service in some way. And this could be of service in quiet ways, in subtle ways. Maybe you're 
watering your garden on this day and just feeling your feelings. Uh, being in service to the collective includes feeling your feelings, allowing yourself to not stagnate or hold on to things that are not useful to you. All of us taking care of our own emotional responsibility is care for the collective. Um, there may also be other very specific needs that you are being called towards around this new moon that have more to do with community tending, community holding, or familial tending or holding of some kind, maybe being there for some friends. Um, it feels like this is a new moon that is actively asking you to be of service in the very real Virgoan way that you are called into service, but it is also less about like practical tasks as it is about emotional and energetic attunement and aligning yourself with the work that is truly yours to do. The day before the full moon, we have another embodied astrology workshop. The season Cancer is ruled by the moon. So this season we have uh, full moon and new moon workshops with our community members. Really amazing people, I want to say. Um, <laughs> collect at EA, people who are uh, invested in the synthesis and the application of astrology with art, um, with a kind of querying or reinterpretation of traditional symbols. And I'm really excited uh, for this workshop. So on June 16th, again, the day before the new moon, Jules Eskinka is going to be presenting a workshop on the Mayan goddess of fertility, uh, Ixchel. Um, this is a goddess that I am just learning about, and I am learning that Ixchel is a very connected with the Cancerian archetype of um, the portals of life and the, I want to say, the weaving of life through lives, through lineages, through ancestries over time, and the portals of life and death that connect us with life beyond life and the uh, source, right? The the larger source that our individual lives are threaded into. Um, this is a, a workshop where we get to learn about Ixchel and learn about uh, fertility goddesses, deities of the moon, and enjoy music and art and poetry and creativity, and then connect with our own lunar symbols, our own moon signs, and in that connection, write love letters to ourselves, love letters to the moon. Um, this is an awesome opportunity, uh, I think, to connect very specifically with this idea that you are in service to something greater than yourself. This is a archetypal energy that really asks us to feel into that and to move beyond fear into a space of uh, really heartful communion and connection with uh, these portal energies, these gate energies. Um, an additional percentage of proceeds from this workshop will also be benefiting a Mayan community that has developed a textile process that is very inspired by Ixchel, who is uh, connected also to weaving. Um, so you can find more information on that workshop, on Bridget's workshop, on the somatic space, Monday offerings, and everything else that EA offers, which is a lot. 
Um, there's a lot that's going on at Embodied Astrology beyond horoscopes. We have study groups, we have community space, we've got a lot of resources. And if you are interested in connecting more deeply with astrology, which is a wonderful way to access this larger collective energy for which you are a conduit and vessel, I hope you will check out embodiedastrology.com where you can find all kinds of the information. Okay, Virgo. I am wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly embodied astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.